Hey guys, this is a video game based podcast called Get in the Car Gamer. The opinions and ideas expressed within are solely ours. They should not be taken seriously by anyone. So lighten up or light up and enjoy the show. Hey, get in the car, gamer. Woke up this morning, got some gabagoo. And then I woke up the next day and got some gabagoo. Keep waking up and keep getting different types of gabagoo. Uh, oh man uh yeah so if you haven't noticed from the beginning of the podcast <laughs> we're gonna do a little bit we're gonna do it a little bit different today welcome to get in the car gamer everybody but this is not gonna be a very game-centric podcast today we no are, we are gonna talk about the sopranos the sopranos HBO i don't know if you've classic. heard about this uh this tv show that came out just the other day <laughs> just the other day 2001 the towers stood that uh, that is insane to think that it's twenty two years old. Yeah, it's it's super fucking. No, original release was ninety nine. Yeah, that's when like they were filming it, right? It was his originally original release January tenth, nineteen ninety nine. Oh god. To June tenth, two thousand seven. Wow, they they. What ended. a run! Interesting. What a fucking run! Um, I don't know, you guys. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. It's one of the. It's probably one of the best TV shows ever uh, produced. Yeah, I think I think an argument could be made that in the realm, like if you put all the TV shows up together and and you did like a double triple elimination fucking bracket, I'd think The Sopranos would be up there in the the final four, just in 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 just easy, you know, before we even get into the discussion. But I think absolutely, uh, it is one of the best shows ever made. Um, it's. It's it's an interesting story, right? It's uh, it's so it's the story of an evil person, well, who, who is a criminal. True, and and instead of just watching him be dope and do crimes, he also uh, has a family and and loves ducks and has panic attacks. <laughs> so on on Wikipedia, the premise, uh, as they stated, is primarily set in New Jersey, New York, and follows Tony Soprano, a North Jersey based Italian mobster, Italian American mobster i'm sorry who tries he tries to balance his family life with his role of boss of the soprano family suffering from panic attacks tony engages in therapy sessions with psychiatrist uh with psychiatrist jennifer melfi off uh off and on throughout the whole series at various points in the series tony finds himself at odds with his uncle junior his wife carmella other mobsters within the soprano family and the new york city-based looper uh Lupertazzi. Lupertazzi. Same thing. Lupertazzi family. I should say it right. Fucking Italian. It's this thing of... Uh, <laughs> Italian ass names. Putting his life at risk on multiple occasions. Um, this uh, this is a award-winning... How many awards we got here? Oh, my God. Let me see. Just fucking all of them have an Emmy. James probably fucking buried with 20,000 Emmys. It was created dude. by David Cross. Chase. Or Chase. David Duke Cross. Oh! Dude, what a weird show that would be. That'd Fucking be different. Comedy Sprinters. That'd be different. Uh, it was it was produced in uh, New Jersey and uh, New York. Shot on location. Silver Cup Studios. Uh, very cool. Very famous intro of like uh, like going from New York back yeah. to New Jersey. Yeah, right. With a lot of like, you're like, whoa, New York's so cool. And you're like, you're looking at the signs and you're like, fuck, dude, New York looks so tight. And then you're like. What's it look like? Uh, they're in Michigan now, kind of like it's like it got darker somehow, it's but it's the same time of day. The burbs, yeah, it just start hitting fucking New Jersey, dude. They uh, they go past like some signs with some big titties on them, and like uh, you can tell it's just it's just not as fancy as and, New York. And also to give credit to uh, Dunkey for the uh, the intro, we kind of just got, did a little goof and 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 faded his or had his. Uh, his spoof on the Sopranos intro, which right. is a, a, a classic a uh, work of art, a, a real a real spin on it. Where <laughs> instead of waking up in the morning and uh, getting yourself a gun, you got yourself some gabagool. Yeah, uh, and it, some more gabagool. Fucking food, 
big big cast member of the sopranos oh my god um, all the time someone is munching on something tony in particular he's a fucking uh he's like and i get it when you're acting you don't want to actually eat the food but like tony you watch him dude he takes his little fork and he's just like he's just whipping his food up dude he'll he'll like i'll take a bite no i won't go back to whipping it up his ice cream is just soup like he's just made it back into whipped cream from from that point. dude a little soup ice cream though absolutely i used to do that you know who didn't just you know, keep stirring it and then it'll become soup you go damn what's this is cold and then you slurp it vanilla gazpacho <laughs> yeah uh tony soprano a very interesting character um wow many facets to the man you at times you're rooting for him. At times you're, I mean, throughout the whole series, you're kind of rooting for him. You're like, is he gonna like turn a corner, turn a you know a new leaf over? For lack uh, of a better word, he is the protagonist of the show. We follow him the most, I'd say, and we're led to care about what happens to him quite a bit, even though he cares about nobody oh. but himself. At the in the end, yes. So it's like the show is kind of like a funnel, like a like a upwards funnel. So as the show goes on, right, he cares about less and less people, right? Oh, and, and less and less stuff. And there's also less and less people as he as this funnel goes up. They're literally and figuratively the the people start also not being there. And then at the end, he's just like, and I'm right here. Like he's just completed. He cares. Yeah. He doesn't care about uh, his family, really, because he's bitching about him to incessantly. He doesn't care about really anything at all. But instead of it being like a, a workplace family drama that we're kind of used to, his workplace is the mob. So it could it's be the, the mafia. Bing. He owns like you know a strip club. Yeah, he owns a, a strip deli. club, a nightclub, a deli. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a they own a car mechanic uh, a, and a chop shop at, he, at some. He point. He had his fingers in sanitation. Yes, they buy. Well, I'm I'm sorry, they don't buy. That would be hilarious. They uh, they bust out a sports store like a the, like they, a little Dick's Galleons. It comes into their possession <laughs> and, in a very they, natural way. They scream, yeah, in a very <laughs> natural way. Um. The mafia is involved with so many different crimes. Now, I, I'm sure when you think of the mafia, you think of your normal stuff, right? Like just like killing people and robbing them of whatever they had. Uh, at, at the beginning of The Sopranos, trucks were a really big deal. Yeah, getting a truckload of shit was huge. I mean, it's, it's still. I mean, throughout the whole thing, they're getting excited about. I got these. I got a truck of uh, Nikita. Drills. The drills. I got Nikita drills. That was a bargain. We got chip. we got a uh, expired like Prozac or oh, something like hell that. Hell yeah, that they, they, expired they, They're medicine. trying to get. They. He, uh, he's like, no, you just changed the date, and it's like it's fine. It's like, what does it have an expiration? We're date doing deals anyway? here. We're working in 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 money, but the money is in the form of something that we ripped off of somebody else. Right. It, it's it's all bad. Uh, didn't they were they're shitty? They didn't get Vespas. The, uh, a boat of Vespas uh, from the show port. Up. And that like, was a huge point of contention between New York and fucking uh, Jersey. It was that was that was my money, my mm. big Vespa money. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> seeing Tony on a Vespa? Oh my god, it would be so lit with his little with, with his, his stupid little Armani sunglasses he takes uh, from the one place. <laughs> Those sunglasses, by the way, don't look good on anybody. Yeah. So I don't know why he would take them. Yeah. With his big fat fucking face. <laughs> He's basically Here, a bear. Let's show. All right, so let's see. Let the I put the crew up. See, let's look at this thing of ours. Let's take yeah. a look at, at at our. This is more for for better or worse. This is our main crew. This is our main cast of the show, mafia wise. Mm -hmm. We've got Silvio on the left. He's uh, consigliere, commandant number two. He is. He's number two. He's he's a commanding number two. Uh, he's an advisor. He's a he's a ward uh, declarer. He owns the strip club. Right, he's constantly backhanding women and and squeezing money out of their their breasts. <laughs> uh, in the back there, we have. Uh, but he's like kind of like one of the nicer guys he in this is. show. He's like, kind he's of more, chill. He's chill. He's reserved. He'll he still get his hands dirty. He'll still do his thing. But he he, he he'll waits. Still, he'll he's earn, quiet until but, then. Yeah, like until he's got to pop off. He's real quiet. You know, he's just like he's doing his thing. He's wearing his disgusting leather jacket. And you know what the other thing is? Is can you imagine what these dudes like walk into a clean house? What they smell like? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> after a day of in, working in the mob, they've been in two Italian restaurants. 
a strip, a strip club. club. So it's deli meats and uh, perfume. Yeah, and and smoke. Oh, constantly. They're smoke. constantly smoking cigars. Like like they're like, oh, I got five manage, and then they, they like load up a stogie. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, it's disgusting. In the back, uh, we got Bobby Bobby Bacchieri. He's at first he's Junior's driver, but basically through nepotism, he it, he he comes it, up. An odd form of nepotism. He does. He yeah. marries. He's like, hey, I could make your sister, who you hate, a like a less of a problem. I mean, for the you. Man, he's like the biggest sweetie. He is. He's in wonderful. like the whole show. Seeing any like any time I thought he might like have a downfall, I was like, no, not Bobby. Yeah, like he's he's really the nicest. The man is into trains. He's probably the nicest guy in the show, Model while trains. also being like a, a dude who like went up to a juror and was like. So glad you're doing the right thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like one of those types of guys. Well, you know, he's um You, you gotta dress a, for the job a, you want. It's a very curious thing. A character that's in the mob that has like a weird um hobby. You yeah. know, he has a garage, a two car garage and, and filled in, with model trains. Model trains. It's that, like he's got the town. setup. And yeah. He's, Tiny He's town. Spending hella money on this, but eight thousand he was about to drop on that I mean, one. I wonder how many mobsters in real life had like have like odd a cool you know, thing. Uh, they collect coins, right? Uh, or model you know, uh, kill somebody and then he goes to their pockets for like change and to see like he's like which uh, he's special like, coin. Ooh, Pennsylvania. Right, a good or, one. Yeah, silver quarter from like yeah. 1966 or something. They didn't print many of these in Delaware in 1966. Yeah, you know this is good shit. <laughs> uh, maybe the little the little boat. You fuck with the little boat in the oh in, in, the, in bottle. the bottle. Like I can just so see a dude just like covered in blood, just what? being like absolutely. What what kind of journeys in your life do you have to go through? Where to, you're like to, to be at where you're like you know what I fuck with this hard. Not only do I love making little ships, but it's too fucking easy. No, I mean, on oh God, it's this too is easy. This is coming for someone that likes to build models and like plays with Legos and shit. Like, I love building stuff, and you know, but when it's too tiny, and then now I got to go through like a, I, I everything's well, got to come through. You have to build through. it like folded, and then you put it in, and then you stand it. You up. You don't build it in. No. Okay, that's that's better. Maybe like there's some parts you do, but like <sighs> it the, just looks. I'm hard. pretty sure the main thing. It you looks have to, like collapse part of it. It looks tough. Maybe the sail. Oh shit! Oh no, I know the sales part of it. I believe right. that collapses down, but like the whole, I don't know if it's, I don't even know. Maybe Dude. they do do it in sections. I, I I don't know. The yep. point is, the anyway, mafia guy Bobby, has a fucking. He Bobby's spent, gonna he spent about forty eighty thousand dollars on trains. At I least, mean, he was he was full at the very end of the show. He's about to spend eight grand on one train, and on he's a set. like, it was a set. Yeah, he's gonna get the other ones. That's true, but, but he's like, I love it. Like, no, this is fire. Going like, hard. He he's a he's he's a big teddy bear and and I found myself rooting for him quite a bit. To Tony's right, Chrissy, Chrissy, Chris, uh, Christopher Moltisanti. Uh, what an arc! Um, what a character arc! Coming up from like uh, he, he starts as just like uh, basically a, a muscle. Yeah, he's of like he's like a soldier. Of, like a he's soldier, like an yeah, intern. He just has to earn. He's he, straight he, up Tony's intern. He picks up drops and gives them to. His boss, Paulie, who we'll get to in a second. Right. And he uh, drives Tony, you know, like he does basically like kind of menial shit mm-hmm. at first. He's Tony's cousin. But, but he they, says he's, he's his, his nephew, nephew. Right. Because it's one of those like the family age difference things. And uh, Chrissy's uh, dad is not alive. Right. So it hasn't been alive since he was a baby. Chrissy. Uh, Great character, uh, does a lot of great things, does a lot of stupid things, um, kind of a drug Same problem. with Tony, he's kind of a weird, uh, like, mirror image of Tony they are. in an odd way, in a different Alice way. Alice in Wonderland he mirror. He has his own um, demons, like, Tony has his demons, Chris's demons are substances. And Tony's demons are, like, pussy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and gambling. Like food, food. Gambling. Yeah. Anything you can get addicted to that's not drugs. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chris is like, fuck that. Like, I'm trying to spike, baby. Like, give me a little bit of that chipper. <laughs> like, And then Chris is, like, kind of, like, fucking up Tony's, like, Punani game at He's times. fucking, yeah, like, he's he's made some rash decisions, and, and the show makes you wonder how much of it is, like, is he just fucking an idiot? Is he so far gone on drugs, his brain doesn't fucking function anymore? Yeah, he gets know? made a captain, and then 
there seems to be a wedge that's driven between Tony and and Chris for the rest of the, and the wedge gets bigger. Uh, Absolutely. As you go throughout the rest of the seasons, you can I, you might be able to place a few times where you're like, wow, their relationship is not going great. You know, where you can kind of see it begin to decline. But uh, basically, like once uh, once Tony B comes around, Chris is like on thin um, ice. Uh, yeah. Like he's just like he, he cannot stop fucking around. And that leaves us with Pauly. Um, whoa, real interesting, dude. So he's an old cat in the mafia, which means he has lived. Extremely, like, of all of the main guys, the uh, oldest of school. Mm. Guy, well, of the main crew. There's older fellas in the, in, in the you know, the larger part of the, the crew. I guess the family, the Soprano family. The fa- they call it a family. But it's like, but it's in just, the mafia, like, you'd call this a, uh, like, a wing or a division if this were a company. Like, you'd sure. be like, the New Jersey division is doing great. Right. <laughs> and they work, and, you know, so the division... The family has mm-hmm. a lot more people involved in it at different levels and uh, rankings because it's a it's an Italian army of sorts. Pauly, uh, very interestingly, never a captain. Like no. just a just like a fucking made guy soldier ass dude, you know, for like basically the whole time. He's an enforcer. Yeah, he's a collector. Like I, thought, I thought Chrissy was always under Polly. He was, but they never they never refer to Polly as a capo. Yeah. You know, and then they're they're. He's trying to give him like, uh, I I mean I would say maybe Paulie is a captain because he has a crew right like he had yeah. like he had like um, Gene and little Paulie and uh, and oh fuck all their fucking Italian well, names you know I he mean had a just, crew just like any company any business yeah you will have people that have weird hybrid roles he's like a manager and he were and he's in operations yeah and then Patsy's kind of his team lead exactly see exactly for his team yep you know for his it's so funny to put it in corporate like terms to me that's the most hilarious <laughs> shit we can possibly do like just in the in the business and you know in the scheme of the business uh, gotta be earning so the thing about Paulie is that like not only is he not in jail and he's not dead but he also uh you know he does shit his way um if shit starts going fucking weird he he's very quick to announce it you know he he's opinionated he's kind of like he, he comes across as dumb sometimes and then in certain situations he comes across as like very Damn, thank god Paulie was here perspective yeah yeah and uh you know his his character arc also kind of because part of the thing about the show is it ran for eight years, ostensibly. You said 99 to 07. Yeah. So not only did, like, the show progress in, like, many, many years of the show's, like, story arc, but all these dudes, like, aged, you know? Like, David Chase aged, and the writers all aged, and the show kind of, like, at first it seemed like there was a lot of action. Like first three seasons, yeah. it's kind of balls to the wall. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you start like, um, like they start having kind of different problems, not only with each other but with life. You know, like fucking Junior, who we haven't even gotten to. You know, if we pull up the main caster though, he's there. Yeah, yeah. Like Junior is is like old, but he's the boss, right? They they make him the boss so that in basically season one, so that if anybody has to go to jail. Uh, it's not Tony, you know, for, for, for the reasons of the show. And also for, you know, they all think that would be a, a really sick meme, right? Is, is if somebody had to go to jail, it's not Tony. Cause everyone respects Tony. He's got good. He's a good earner. He's got good plans. He's, he's got good development, right? Junior by the end of the show has Alzheimer's and so hard. He doesn't remember anything yeah and he's know, got no yeah. teeth in and shit they like al- he's an old man they also yeah they um you know there's times when they're they're arguing like the different families and stuff the new york and new jersey and they're like mm-hmm. he shouldn't have he should have let junior you know do this or do that and it's like dude's a vegetable now yeah, right can you imagine if he was like in charge of the whole family oh no when he started declining in his it would have been health? terrible yeah like it would have been awful not to mention the only reason junior was boss right is that the boss at the beginning of the show just dies. Like he's got some sort of cancer and he just dies. And they're like, we have no boss. There has to be a boss. Or otherwise people stop making their Stomach payments. cancer, I believe. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then like, um, you know, from basically from that point on, everybody's like, Tony's the boss. We're going to do what he says no matter what for good and for bad, you know, 
there's a lot of like there were a lot of sick fucking like things that they did with him. Like I I love that these people are are evil. I thought I I love that they remembered to. Cause I got so high, I'd be like, I love these people. I, love, I hope their crime family goes on forever. And then, they, <laughs> you know, like, and then they'll be like, hey, like innocent people like died. You know, like, there's asbestos in the water that people are drinking, like just <laughs> so that these these people you dig like can make some money. Like, oh, it's, dude. it's all crime. Oh, dude, the last season, those last six episodes, it's just like, all right, so you guys have grown attached to this group of people. Now I'm going to show you why you shouldn't be. And facts and like literally like the last two episodes, you just see everybody. It's almost like they just took they they took the filter off and they were like, this is really how they are. And yeah, you get you get a lot of examples from like each of the main characters uh, of how they're just like a shitty person to their core. Absolutely. In different ways, like irredeemably so. Right. You know, and especially like. Your main cast absolutely gets just hammered. Like you chasing them, we're just like these people are awful. Look at them, right? Like, do you like like we yeah. peed on the carpet. Like you you like that? Yeah, rub, us, rub your <laughs> nose in it. Uh, we I also don't want us to forget about Sal Big Pussy uh, Bona Bona Pacerio. Yeah, Bona, Sal, dude, Bona, Big God, Pussy is God, such... these Italian names are hard. Dude, get bon, ready for how you say this, bon, all right? Bompensero. Bompensero. Oh, Bompensero. Bon yeah. Okay. Bon, yeah, how terrible is that? I, so see, big, I can kind of see it now. Big Pussy is a big part of it. Uh, he is big, Tony's friend. I did not grab a picture of him, and I feel bad. Mr. Big Pussy Actor Man, I hope that... Uh, He's not even on our main cast. Dude. I know, I saw that. I you, was well, like... Well, you're going to do three seasons, and they're like, nah, not the main cast. They put Tony B on here, but not fucking... Shit, it, they don't remember you know people don't remember where they came from no they no only remember the end you know no what I respect mean? at all um a lot of these people uh, i actually i found out this fucking fact uh before you get into your facts oh, i have yeah. a fact for you sure, sure, a sure. fun fact okay uh what what number of people do you think from the sopranos are in the movie goodfellas just just a number how many people were in goodfellas and also in the sopranos mm-hmm uh man, hold on. Let me pull up that cast picture again. It's fucking. It's more than you think, because it was a number that really blew me away. I mean, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna say eleven. Twenty seven. Holy shit! Because they apparently that big scene where everyone's at the dinner, dude. Apparently, like the whole cat, like they were like everyone who's Italian. I need you for a movie, <laughs> and they were like, all right. Like apparently, can everybody say, dude? Damn. Not to mention in Goodfellas, of course, uh, you know, Jennifer Melfi, the per- the lady who plays Jennifer Melfi, Lorraine Bracco, is Henry Hill's wife. Uh, Phil Leotardo's actor is Billy Batts. You know, there's a lot of them. Chris, Chrissy's character, Chrissy's spider. They just, that's his name in Goodfellas. Remember, they Man, shoot his fucking foot off. I, the name of the movie is eluding me, but there's another movie that has a lot of the cast in, from Sopranos in it as well. Yeah. And it came out around like 98, 97. So it was like right before the Sopranos. Oh, came they were together. all getting, they Bro, were getting what fucking. Was that uh, movie? Hold on, I'll check it out. It's, uh. God damn it. I, the premise was so wild, it's like almost eluding me. There was like, they, they like. Get the, a cop gets in a shootout with like some people on a on a bridge, and then they cover up the murder. What? Like, yeah, man. Fuck. I hate that I cannot remember. Dude, I'm hoping anyway, I find it right now. Eh, we need to push through it. I gotta. If you find it, great. But if not, I'll just look stupid. It's cool. Uh, the <laughs> mental floss has an article about the 25 <coughs> uh, most fascinating facts about the Sopranos. Thank you, Abby Stone, for writing this article. Hell yeah. Uh, the Sopranos started as a movie pitch, believe it or not. Okay, I already can't believe that. So it was going to be a movie. Which is pretty interesting. The, the Sopranos creator, David Chase, developed the story of Tony Soprano's family for television, but he pitched it as a movie about a mobster who enters therapy to discuss problems he has had with his mother. They've already kind of done comedy movies like that, uh, like um, uh, Analyze This and analyze that right the sequel uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but uh it didn't work out that way dude so. i'm pretty sure like i've told people have told me they didn't like those movies by the way 
Like it was like too much of a comedy and not like not not real enough. You know what I'm saying? No. Crime. I'm trying to hear about crime, dude. The mafia. Untouchables. Sean Connery. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get fucked up. Oh my god. Why is this? Happening? Dude, tablet fucking up, yo? Yeah, I just closed my tab, bro. This is so ass. Why does it do this to me? Why am I the one? Dude, look up look Why? up look up the screen. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> Polly, what you doing over there? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, T. I'm l- <laughs> I'm looking up at what's in this. What? I'm trying to read the words up at the top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having trouble. That's why I'm trying to. Paulie, maybe you should uh, tell him about the uh, stream at the link at the top there. Maybe you should find all of our past episodes at soundcloud.com slash get in the car gamer and also on Spotify. Oh, I read it now. Interesting. Oh, my God. Sopranos facts. Come back. Come back to me. It's so silly okay i got it 25 fascinating facts dude hell yeah dude all right uh livia the mom livia soprano uh she was supposed to die in the first season which would have been great actually i'm not gonna lie to you it would have been great but just because she's such a horrible person the character so absolutely terrible but she has to stick around it's a better decision to keep her around because they kind of they help use explain her. Tony and how he is and why he is having this this uh, this man's mother around is uh, really a good explanation. And then the next the next fact is even about Nancy Marchand as well. She died before filming what would have been her last scene or final scenes. Uh, just as she wish uh, she wished, uh, Chase kept Merchant working until the very end. She passed away from lung cancer and emphysema in two thousand of June 18th of 2000, one day before her 72nd birthday. Livia's final moments on screen were cobbled together from old footage rec- uh, recordings of her usual chorus and special effects. Uh, Merchant's head of uh, CGI'd, head was CGI'd onto a body yeah, double. Oh, yeah, that's dude, right. PS2 style. At the time, critics panned the scene, uh, deeming it awkward and convoluted. <laughs> And then, Jude, James Gandolfini said it was dog shit. Like, he was so pissed to film that shit, talking to a fucking, like, to nobody and knowing she's not real. Yeah. He's probably like, this is ridiculous. Absolutely. CGI will never be a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Practical effects only. Uh, The show, number four, the show's creative team uh, boasts some powerful alumni. Uh, Sopranos' writers and producers include Matthew Wiener. Wiener. Uh, credit. Uh, he was uh, went on to create Mad Men, Terrence Winter, the mastermind behind Boardwalk Empire, uh, and uh, Eileen Landris, who executive produced Girls. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, David Chase, number five. David Chase only directed two episodes: the first and the last episode. Yeah, dude. Very cool. Uh, and then Steve Buscemi also directed uh, a, a few of them. He he directed one of my favorites, the Pine Barrens episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He did Pine Barrens. Steve Buscemi directed Pine Barrens. That's like one. Of, that's like one of the best episodes. Absolutely. Of the show. It's 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 one of those that people say that if uh, you haven't seen The Sopranos, you can watch just that, and it's like a, it's it's its own. It's like a full arc. Hmm. Like it introduces and it and it like ends. Nice. It's very interesting. I could see that. Uh, number six, Sopranos shares twenty eight cast members with one the more since I talked shit a second oh. ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number seven, Ray Liotta was approached about a role. Oh, that would have been tight. Um, Anybody, the junior. They didn't say which one he was uh, offered, but if I was gonna guess, it'd probably be Polly. Oh, maybe, he would have been a sick Polly, dude. You know, just yelling. Sill, maybe. Dude, Ray Liotta's so good at yelling. He would have been great. Uh, number eight, Stephen Van Zant was uh, David Chase's first pick for Tony. Miami Steve, he wanted to be the fucking lead of the show. How crazy is that? That is insane. Like, just hey, I love the fucking East Street Band, dude. That's my fucking that's tits. <laughs> Do you want to be Tony Soprano? That's that's raw, dude. It basically just says like they didn't want a first time actor for. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good call. So they just wrote they just wrote a, a a new guy like they were like here here's Silvio he's you, here get ready it's it's <laughs> you and he's I could do that. <laughs> 
He has like the most like downturned frown all the time. He is. He's just grimacing. Like, he's just has this uh, look about him. Absolutely. Uh, number nine, Tony wasn't originally supposed to be such a tough guy, which is kind of interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, Jim showed me early on how much of a prick the guy would be uh, would have to be. The first day of, uh, we shot, there was a scene where Christopher said he was going to sell his story to Hollywood in the script. It said something like, Tony slaps him. But when we shot it, all of a sudden, Jimmy was out. Uh, Jim was out of his uh, seat. He picked up Michael and Imperioli. That's a goddamn. I know. Just Imperioli. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy that plays Chrissy. Uh, up by the neck and by the collar and had him almost off the ground and said, <laughs> What are you crazy? And I thought of, of course, that's that man's a motherfucker. A motherfucker. <laughs> that guy is surviving the mob. He's really a dangerous person. He's not a fun guy. That is, I mean, yeah. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. Lorraine Bracco was origi- originally asked to play Carmela. Okay, see, and you know what she said? She basically was like, don't pigeonhole me. It looks like it'd be way more fun to be her therapist. Or right, his therapist. Right. And she she is one of these people, number one, she looks like she smokes hella tree, which is like fire. <laughs> like, she's she is hilarious, and she's, and she's charismatic, and she's bubbly. And, like, she's not at all fit. Like, her actual personality is nothing at all the tone of the show. But she literally, I've seen an interview with her where she was like, I'm an actress, or I'm an actor, dude. Like, I want to act. Like, I want to I want to do, I want to try something. Well, she says here that uh, I, uh, I was not ready for how fucking difficult Dr. Melfi had, was to play. I am an explosive girl. I am loud. I am full of life and full of all kinds of bullshit. <laughs> and I have to sit and uh, sit on every emotion, every word, everything to play this character. Wow. She did have to be really, like, subdued. Yeah. And, like, she basically only got to freak out when she got, like, drunk. Because yeah. Dr. Melfi gets white girl wasted, dude. At one point, she, she does. Uh, and they also, number 11, uh, Dr. Melfi was modeled on Chase's real-life therapist. What? That's fucking bizarre. That's an odd... Yeah, that's interesting. Dude, but people who... Yo, people in Hollywood who have therapists, they're like, yeah, this is, like, part of my life. Like, I'm writing this. <laughs> like, this is... This shit's for real. Number 12, Michael Imperoli uh, thought he blew his audition. It was, it's almost impossible to imagine that Sopranos uh, without uh, Michael, you know, Tony's nephew. Absolutely. Christopher Moltisanti. But it's, uh, it was Imperoli. uh, As he tells it, they brought me in and I met with David and and I thought he hated my audition because David's a poker face guy. He kept giving me notes and giving me direction and I walked out of there and I was like, I blew that one. All right, Yo, well. I didn't get that fucking audition at all. <laughs> That's actually not a bad Chrissy impression. You can work on that and like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that. doing it. Much T, uh, I was on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. That's fire. Uh, fourteen. <laughs> 14. Much of Polly's storyline came straight from Tony's Sirico's uh, life. Before Tony uh, was Polly Walnuts. Gaultieri, he was a criminal, seriously. According to the Los Angeles Times, his rap sheet was longer than his acting credits. 28 arrests and 27 jobs acting. That's lit. And as both uh, Serico and Chase tell it, the similarities between Serico and his character didn't end there. Polly... Polly's a neat freak ten or neat freak tendencies and unusual living arrangements were transferred oh. directly from his own uh, Serico's real life to the screen. I lived with Ma for 16 years before she passed. David knew that going in. That became one of my storylines. Wow. So, did you remember when we saw Polly's house when he had the painting and he all his uh, furniture has like, like the, the slip on covers it? on? Yeah, yeah. And, dude, his house is so like my grandma's house in like the winter. All the time. Right. Like, like down to everything. Like, the shit on the walls, the fucking, like, blankets over the back of the couch and shit. Like, it, it's it's so weird how, like, they set that and it looks exactly like my fucking grandparents' house. Like, my grandparents aren't fucking Italian pe- mobsters. They're just Catholic <laughs> people and, like, still just bang on. That was a motif. That yeah. was, like, a, of its time. Right. Uh, number 15, Tony's estimated to be worth fifth, uh, five to six million dollars, which kind of makes sense. You know, I I put him personally, I thought maybe he was more around 10 just based on like how much he tripped about money well, there at the end. They're saying that it fluctuated also because of his gambling habits. Yeah, I so mean, he was. That yo, plays he asks, into what you're saying. He asks a guy for a two hundred thousand dollar bridge loan. Right. 
200,000. And the VIG is a, a, a point and a half. He owes $3,000 every week. That's fucking ass, dude. That's insane. That's fucking super insane. At least insane. they, you know, it's it's refreshing to know that they live by the VIG as well. Right. And die by the VIG. It, absolutely. Especially for like... They're always talking about points, you know, two points. Oh, yeah. One point, two points. In, this, in the same episode, he literally, like, like he's going to the bank or to a laundromat. He's like, let's go to my guy so we can go get some of my offshore money in, made into my money. Like, green, again. Like, hey, let's go wash some of it back from fucking Argentina or wherever the fuck I have it stored, you know? Somewhere off the coast of somewhere. Absolutely. Uh, number 16, Stephen uh, Sharippa. Wore a fat suit when he played Bobby Bacalieri. Yeah, and boy, when he was first, the first time he shows up, uh, Tony calls him fat. Who and Tony's not a slim guy. <laughs> he's not. He's not svelte himself. He he's not. But he's literally like, he says something along the lines of like, "Don't lean on my truck. You're going to tip it over." <laughs> so like, I, I they put him in a fat suit. He was like, "Here you go." And then they just started casting extremely obese people. Yeah. Uh, and he also says, um, and then I guess in season four, David thought I was fat enough on my own. So he <laughs> let me get rid of it. <laughs> he was like, so we'll have Bobby lose a little weight, but you can, you're fat enough. Damn. Good job. Uh, number 17, the Bada Bing scenes were filmed in a real New Jersey strip club. Ooh, Satin Dolls on State Route 17 in Lodi, New Jersey. Go check it out. Nice. Dude, you, I bet they got Soprano shit everywhere. I bet you can, like, get a t-shirt. I got shot reaching for my pistol at the, the Bada Bing. Right. You know? And they're like, $45. <laughs> <laughs> the exterior shots of the Sopranos home were shot on a private residency in North Cal- uh, Caldwell, New Jersey. That's number 18. Okay. So, so, I mean, it makes sense. He does say he lives in North Caldwell, so it was on location to an extent. You know that this house was sold recently? Oh, really? Tony Sperano's house? Oh, yeah? It doesn't look really... Uh, they've done a lot of work to it, but it, it was sold, I think, in the last two years. Probably for a, 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 a bit of money? A, a grip. Yeah? Yeah, a bag and a half. Okay, yeah, sure. yeah. But it was one of those cool like auctions where it was like, this is Tony Sperano's house. We filled it with a bunch of uh, uh, fucking... Deco noir bullshit. <laughs> uh, number 19, the Sopranos was so realistic, the real mob thought they were a connected guy inside. FBA, FBI agents told the Sopranos creative team on uh, that on Monday mornings, all anyone could talk about was the Sopranos. And on the wiretaps they'd collected from the weekend, that's all the real-life mobsters could talk about as well. Terrence Winter from the Vanity, Vanity Fair uh, said, uh, we, have, we would hear back... That real wise guys used to think that we would had somebody on the inside. They couldn't believe how ha- uh, accurate the show was, which is so fucking awesome. I Just hope a it's testament to how good this TV show is. Was written and fucking shot right. I, I the the guys like the quote unquote real life Soprano family, like the Soprano or the New, the New Jersey Mafia. Mm-hmm. They have wiretaps of them being like, dude, that's dude, that shit that he did. You did that shit, bro. <laughs> you did that shit, bro. You're Tony, dude. And they're being like, no, dude, shut up. <laughs> shut up. It's a TV show. And he's like, it's not a TV show because you did that shit. <laughs> Damn. Fire. Yeah. They were uh, they were tripping, though. No, for real? That's so funny. Like, they were like, what the fuck? I wonder did if you anyone tell got whacked. About like, that? Dude, over the show? Oh, that'd be so silly. Oh, fuck it. But you never know. Just uh, this some dude on Sunday is just sweating. <laughs> He's got a little HBO hat on. A hey, uh, 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 big Vicky over there. <laughs> this uh, storyline's playing out a little weird. I've seen some coincidences between uh, us, us and them. No, no, no. Big it's, Vic. It, no, no. They're just they're just really good writers. Is all. Yeah, we're gonna see what happens next Sunday. Just he's just sweating. Dear David Chase, <laughs> I really appreciate the uh, the edible arrangement hat and uh, <laughs> HBO coffee mug that you sent. However, if you could make a few changes. I'd appreciate that. I would. All right. Uh, number 20. James Gandolfini disputes the over the goat. actor's salaries. Uh, James Gandolfini gave each actor $33,333 of his own moolah. Uh, uh, after season four, production of The Sopranos was delayed due to pay dispute with HBO. They're probably like, hey, you ain't paying enough, us enough because this is probably one of the most... Uh, of the time, most watched TV shows. Yeah, that was selling HBO. 
That was selling HBO, dude. No doubt. Like, people, oh, yeah, I'm ready to have premium cable. So the cast stage to sort of occupy Vesuvio <laughs> sit-in that <laughs> shut down set to help quell tensions. Uh, quell tensions. Uh, Galdonfini split his bonus among all the regular cast members, giving them each three. Damn, his bonus was big enough that he gave, that he gave each of the regular cast members $33,333. It must be divisible by three. A third of $100,000. It must be divisible by three, whatever it is. So it's like, what if it's like 12 cast members and he got 400000 Sheesh. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Chase, number 21. Chase shot multiple versions of, of mini scenes so that even the actors wouldn't know how it's going to turn out. Spoiler they would have alert. Probably a lot of leaks happening. Um, were you shocked to see Sil whack Adriana in season five? So was uh, Drea de uh, Mateo. You're whacking me? Mateo told Vanity Fair that David Chase... Had the cast and crew film two different versions of the dramatic episode, one of which Adriana suspects something fishy and drives away with <laughs> after her final phone call with Tony, and one where, uh, well, you know what happens. The good ending uh, and the bad ending, huh? Interesting. That's weird. Uh, number 22, the show's theme song is Wake Up, uh, Woke Up This Morning by Alabama 3. And it's, it's a, a banger, real, too. It's a real song. It's a rock rap song. Uh, I guess what? Rock rap blues, you'd say? New new metal blues. No, it, it's a fire song. That's cool. It's very no, lit. I mean, I didn't know that it was like that kind Dude. of description. I, I've listened to the whole song, but it's like... I was giving it a hilarious yeah. description. <laughs> <laughs> it's I like mean, the Linkin Park of Alabama, basically. Right. It's it's <laughs> uh, metal reggae rap. Uh, Fuck. Nor- Nordic funk fusion. Okay, first of all, let's not talk shit about Nordic funk. They'd be funky over there. Oh, was I talking? I didn't know I was talking shit. No, 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 no. I-, I was being sensitive. No, we woke up this morning. Uh, this one's interesting. 23, during the first three seasons, the World Trade Center can uh, be seen in the rearview mirror of the opening credits. So Whoa. that means that they, they took it out the, after 9-11. That's so sad. It's probably appropriate. but It is. Wow. It's just like, damn, imagine being the guy who's got to edit out the fucking Twin Towers. Yeah, as Tony exits the Lincoln uh, Tunnel on his drive home from New York to his New Jersey burb, the Twin Towers can be seen in his rearview mirror. Um, but So they just like they just edited it out. Yeah. They didn't even reshoot it. No, they just like, hey, put something else there. And it happened to the first episode that aired after September 11th. Okay. Wow. Following the terrorist attacks. Wow. Uh, number 24... It was the first cable television show to win uh, the Emmy for outstanding. Uh, I'm sorry, outstanding drama series. Wow! So in 2024, it was nominated for five uh, five times. Um, they won uh, Emmy for outstanding drama season uh, series. It would continue to be nominated every year. It was eligible, winning again in its final season in wow. 2007. Okay. Wow, that's pretty neat. That's yeah. I mean, the fir- basically the first fucking TV show. Like like that to win. Now this is going to be a. Con- <laughs> this might be contentious for some. And this people. is good because this 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 uh, wraps us up because this uh, this is our kind of our conversation we're going to come to after watching the finale. Go ahead. Correct. Michael uh, Imperio- uh, Imperioli is convinced that Tony Soprano dies in the finale. Now, um, I mean, this show has been out for twenty one years, so all of this, if it's spoilers for you, I apologize. But you know, it can't what? be. And also, you you had to have maybe heard whispers of this scene because it's kind of a, it's an infamous scene. Of oh my god, it's TV history. I, kn- I knew about this scene before I even watched the TV show. Absolutely, this people, was years after the series ended. In fact, people would talk about it just as like something that happened on TV, like a historical moment. You know, whether they were really into the show or not, and and we've talked to a lot of people about it. I remember a lot of my family talking about it when it was. Uh, you know, real big. Basically, also, this was kind of in the realm of the first time DVD sales started, like, blasting. Hmm. So, for, for, like, TV shows. Hmm. So, like, the fucking Family Guy and Sopranos Season 1 are on the shelf at Best Buy at the same time. And people are, you know, scrambling. It, it became a, a really interesting uh, a show to experience now. 20 years. Like, we, we could watch whenever we wanted. We didn't have to watch every Sunday. Uh, sometimes we watch multiple episodes. Sometimes we only got a half hour of an episode at a time, you know, in our, in our watch through, Mm -hmm. but the, the actual end scene, you know, Tony 
and AJ and Carmella, their kind of final discussion and Tony's final look up in the restaurant. The show fucking ends. It cuts to black. You hear the bell of the door. He looks up. Nothing. Like, and what what was it? What would you say? 15 seconds before they hit you with the credits? Yeah. I mean, they really... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> they really let you sit on it. I um, mean... People were, like, outraged when this happened. They were... They were they thought their cable broke. They thought HBO yeah. fucking yeah. was destroyed. <laughs> no, I mean, they, they were like, are you fucking for real? You're not going to give me any closure on this? Um, but But, I mean, like, basically, like... It's, I've never really seen something quite like that. I've seen a lot of stuff in movies that kind of plays off of that. But, I mean, Don't Stop Believing by Journeys. And, and it literally says, don't don't stop. And then the show's over. It's it's so... I, mean, I can see why Imperioli thinks so. You know what I mean? There's an argument to be made that it's so it's final. Hev- and, it's heavily implied. Right. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and David Chase does a great job of building tension. Oh. Uh, like... The scene is brutally Meadow, well. His, Meadow, Tony's daughter, is is trying to parallel park five times. Yeah, she, like just, she literally just hitting the curb, hitting the curb, Skirt. backing out, hitting <clears throat> in like in you know everyone. Uh, just a small town girl. Everyone, show, you know Tony's family, Carmela and uh, TJ, AJ, AJ. God damn, Tony Junior. <laughs> Tony, Tony. <laughs> That that's was, way better. That's way better than Anthony Junior. That sucks. But, uh, the whole show sucks. I now. mean Anthony Tony. Uh, but yeah, Anthony, he, uh, he shows up and then you're just waiting for Meadow to, sh- to finally get in there. And there's like a sketchy dude that walks in and you're oh, like, members only members only jacket, straight Italian looking dude. Oh yeah. A real, you know, a cabron, a real fucking gabagoo over here. Like, and he keeps looking over there. AJ is talking at some point. Does he point. wear the same jacket as one of the two hitmen with the hats in the other scenes? No, but mm-hmm. he does wear the same jacket that Gene wore when he killed himself. Hmm. And that's a lot of people think that. Well, I mean, there's so many different camps on like what happened, right? Sure. Does he live? Uh, does he beat the case when he lives? You know, does he uh, does he die? If he dies, who shot him? Was it New York? Uh, he's made a lot of enemies by the end of season six, let me tell you. I mean, like, more than he had the whole show. Like, he's just, everybody's out to get him. It, the whole last episode's kind of this beautiful thing because David Chase uses these shots where it's like they zoom in on him and then they get real far away and it's just like all he does is look over his shoulder. The whole last episode, it's like he never feels safe. Even when it's safe, you know, he doesn't oh, yeah. feel safe. He's he's created this life prison that he has to live in. Who uh, who was? Oh yeah, Artie. Mm. What if it was like Artie? What if Artie like finally snapped and just came in and just like shot him? Just boom, gotta go. That's that's who you hear the door cling. I mean, it's weird. Like the last time Tony and Carmela see Artie, they barely talk. You know, they're like their relationship oh, yeah, is, no. is gone. They're, oh, yeah. They're so far away from each other. And that was like his best friend. And they're making they're just making up stories about how their kids are doing. Make, lies. You know, straight up lies. That's when you see uh, Carmela, Car- Carmela, like the, you know, kind of a, like the uh, her true colors. The scales fall from your eyes. No, no. You like, see how like AJ is like like you basically see by the end of it. The only one that has a chance of like any redemption really is Meadow. Oh yeah, she's the most normal. Meadow has taken; she's taking birth control to make sure she has no kids that right now that come into this bullshit. She's going to be a lawyer that stand. I mean, while still being like, I'm going to fight for Italian rights, like you know, wink. But like, she's that was a weird comment she made at the end. Like, it was almost like she was trying to appease her dad, Tony, right? To be like, let's move past this, you know? Right? Because he's like concerned about. Her helping, he's like, you know, you're gonna help, uh, you know, immigrants and you know the blacks, and like, and oh he, yeah, he, we he didn't like, even make, talk about how racist oh, he is. The, oh, Good yeah, God, no, the whole all, you the ever whole met culture, an Italian dude? The whole culture, dude. Is, ask an Italian dude, like, what, what, uh, just be like, hey, critical race theory. <laughs> what the? Oh, <laughs> oh, what? Oh, this guy. What? What are we talking about over here? Mm. No, I'm kidding. That was a stereotype. But the point is, um. You know, being on the cast, you got to have a strong, 
opinion on what happened, right? Especially, like, Imperioli, who's been, I guess, the last two episodes, you just kind of sit. <laughs> and, like, you're like, you don't have to dress for the game anymore, you know? You're just just on the bench yeah. watching. And, and that had to, I was thinking about that. That had to sting. Oh. You know what I mean? Not being able to be, like, uh, a part. Like when you they can't were sh- end it. When I mean, you know they shoot out of order and all this and that, so maybe Chris, like, was, like, right there. Still, yeah, still towards, in the end. Towards the end of the shooting and stuff, because it's all cut back, you know, cut together and put in whatever form or order they want. So, I don't know, maybe. By the end, by the end of the show, all of the people that we love are gone, and and everyone around Tony is, uh, is, is he like. He has, like, no crew left. And and the crew that's there, you don't know them. They're like new, or they're like they've been relegated from one thing or another. The fat guy who was driving him around, that dude, three seasons ago, he was just like, uh, like he was like the truck unloader. You know what I mean? And now he's the dude drive Tony around with the shotgun. Like it sounds like we're losing. Uh, There's, I mean, they only staff. have so many people. We're yeah. losing staff. Yeah, fast. You know, it's you were talking about hybrid roles. That's does, a real banger. Does uh, the Soprano seasons coincide with the year? Like, yes, they do. So it is. It's a seven years arc. Yeah. of these characters. Absolutely. Shit. It's a fucking long way to go. It really is. But it was fucking. God damn. It was a real banger of a show, man. No, it's a. It's a very good. I mean, I, I'll say it's a great show. It is a great show. I would call it the best show I've ever seen. I will. I will say that. I will say I haven't seen anything to, to that quality personally yeah. that I enjoyed in that way. Uh, probably not. Yeah, I can't think of anything from start to finish. I spent a lot of money. And it ended. Oh. Like it didn't go oh. on for seven more seasons that were unnecessary. If anything, there could be maybe one more season. Yeah, it and j- it would have been awful. I, I almost like would have been like kill Tony in the middle of the season and then show us like how or it, at least put that last season off for another se- you know what I mean right. still have it end the way everything ends like I don't know like but it does I mean you're right it does end it they didn't it wasn't canceled you know he chose to stop it and it was I, it was the right choice it, it was because we we often talk about how things go on too fucking get long beat and into they the just ground get ruined yeah uh it, it's a great crime show. Um, if you like mafia shit, I got really into mafia shit over the past year. I was watching Goodfellas and Casino, like just like to go to sleep. Dude, like, I'm, my shit was fucked up. I'm I've been I'm on this like I want to study up on the Russian mafia. Yeah, next I, like, I, I know got almost these, nothing I got, about. Them. I got some Yakuza stuff over here that I got to read. We got to watch and that then, documentary by Burt Kreischer, The Machine. That'll tell us a lot about that. Would the Russian that will mafia. that will inform us. It's I've Most heard certainly. it's very educational. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, all one and a half uh, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, it didn't do well. Oh no, no it didn't do. It didn't do well. I mean, the story he tells is funny. It is a funny story. I just don't know if it's a two-hour, four-minute movie, but that's okay. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's got to try. Um, The Sopranos does have a video game. It was for PS2. It's an awful like licensed PS2 game. It's basically a ripoff of GTA where you don't have a gun. You just beat and wrestle people. You don't have a gun? You can get one, but it's oh. it's like you can't use it without like the cops immediately coming. And then like you get like four bullets, you know? So it's not it's not worth using. And also they don't kill like you still got to whoop on a dude's ass after you <laughs> shoot him, you know what I mean? It's like a grappling beat em up. That's weird. more. And, and the the game is set in this fictional realm between season five and six. Oh, really? You play as Joey LaRocca, uh, pussy's illegitimate son, <laughs> who's come to town. And Tony's like, yeah, I'll give you a, a job. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll make you a made man, a made guy. And, and it's awful, but it's really fun, like, as a as kind of a I'm looking here. A period. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. A, as, a, as a companion oh, piece to the outside show. outside the deli. Oh, yes. PS2 mode? Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Oh, it looks really bad. It, but it's, it's, it's a licensed mafia game. It, it has almost nothing to do with the actual family. Here's some shit you do. And I, I remember watching some, uh, some like, missions. Like the actual mafia games? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> most notable thing, the cast came and did voice acting. Like James Gandolfini, Tony Sirico, like they're at a microphone being like, 
And here's a mission I need you to do. Oh my God! Look at Paulie. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's, he looks great. Oh, that God. looks just it like just him. Turned off. Uh, I remember there's a specific mission where you have to uh, you have to kick people out of. Uh, there's a party that AJ's throwing, and you have to kick people out of the party because they're like doing too Dude, much coke. I could have sworn I. Sorry. It's all right. Is that bitch dead? No, Uh-oh. I just fucking thought I muted it. Oh Apparently shit! I, I did not. That's all right. That's my bad. That's okay. But uh, it's is I I plan on playing it. I plan on streaming it for the the boys. Probably not all the way through because it looks awful. I mean, it does not look fun to play. But it looks fun as a as like I want a little more Sopranos. Like let's check it out. I want a little gabagoo. Yeah, I there is here is a mini game in the game. Are you ready? The crew will be at Satrials, mm-hmm. and they will give you like four or five of them their sandwich order. Uh, did you hear and me? And you have to go get it? You have to go get it. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, Tony wanted, like, like ham and Swiss with lettuce. And, like, I have to remember that. It's <laughs> it's a fucking... It's a really weird show. The things that they chose to represent in the show are very odd. But, like, if you want to go... Yeah, in the game. Yeah. But if you want to go run around Satrials and, like, fucking, like, like hear the cast, you know, be in a video game, it's, it's kind of a funny little this adventure. Is- you know what? I'm going to be uh, honest. This looks a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah. I thought it would be like Max Payne. Okay. But it's 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 not so bad. There's a, there's half a structure to it, you know. But I, when I was watching it, it, it looked pretty jank. It looked pretty old school. Yes, yeah. too. You know, licensed trash. And when I looked up the the, the people who made it, the, the game, the studio, I, uh, I wasn't seeing a lot of other stuff that I... Would, would say I wanted to play to pop in the old console here. We'll just do real quick. The Sopranos road to respect. And there's this really weird picture of Gandolfini on the front of it, dude. We got uh we got monopoly Sopranos. It's THQ. It's by seven studios. Like, have you guys ever heard of that? No, seven studios. And I'm not talking about It's just it. it that's its name. Yo, yeah. On the Monopoly game, they have onomatopoeias for their cards. Oh! Oh! Hey! Uh, the O and A card? Yeah, dude. Okay, well, I'm just going to be real with you. We should probably pick that up. <laughs> I mean, that should probably be something that exists in this in this home, in That's this establishment. so funny. Uh, yeah, L- Seven Studios worked on uh, games such as Six Flags Fun Park for Wii and DJ Hero 2 for Wii and Napoleon Dynamite the game for PSP. Oh no! And Shrek the Third for PSP. Oh no! They made like and Sopranos Road to Respect. TV, yeah, they specialized in TV and, and movie and licensed movie. games. Oh my god! Fantastic Four two thousand five for PS two. I don't think they did a very good job handling those IPs. I don't think they did either. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, guys, go out a, if you haven't watched Sopranos. You got to watch Sopranos. It was a really fire show, and and we wanted to talk about it because we spent the last what three months watching it. It was Pretty cold much. when we started this program. Was it? Yeah. It oh, was wow. cold. It that, was cold, yeah. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. It was like we were wearing jackets and being like <laughs> gabagool. <laughs> um, I, we really hope you enjoyed uh, not only the, the Sopranos uh, program, but we hope you enjoyed our program. Uh, we are a video game show. Uh, we, we did have a little fun today talking about the Sopranos. Indeed. Because uh, this is our uh, podcast and we can do whatever we want. Yeah. And you can't. <laughs> you, li- you can't stop us. No, you, you cannot. You, I mean, you can try. Uh, I'd like to, in fact, I'd like to see you try. Mm. <laughs> That's a threat or a promise. I think it's a threat. Exactly. Yes. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to our show. We are a video game show based everywhere. Podcasts are consumed, but the home base for Get in the Car Gamer is at soundcloud.com slash Get in the Car Gamer and on Spotify. So please check us out there. Rate, review, follow, subscribe, like, appreciate. Uh, He's a machine. Medicate. Oh. Authenticate. Mm. Proflificate. I don't know. That's not a word. Uh, also, check us out on Twitch. We are a live podcast. It is a podcast that you can literally uh, be a part of at twitch.tv slash get in the car gamer. And then I also game on there sometimes. So you can check that out if you want. I don't know. Fucking think about it. You know, I don't hey. know. Oh, and then uh, until That's... next time, guys, uh, we will be back uh, with more video game news and content and knowledge and opinions next time. But until then, it's time to get out of the car. Uh, Bye-bye. Love y'all. Bye-bye.